Hello everyone, I hope you're doing okay today. So today's discussion, I've invited Linda, one of my clients, over onto this podcast, YouTube channel, live videos, wherever you are listening to this uh, or watching this as well. Um, basically, I wanted to discuss a little bit of information today uh, around strength training in the gym um, and trying to build a little bit of confidence as well uh, with, with the gym and trying to make sure that we can fit this into, into our everyday lives. Um, because we all know sometimes when we take that first step into the gym, uh, it can be a daunting place. Um, and obviously, I just wanted to ask Linda a few questions about this, and I will probably explain a little bit of information as well on, on my thoughts around uh, gym and also give you some tips around strength training as well. Uh, so thanks a lot, Linda, for, for, for coming on live. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. And okay. <laughs> um, so obviously, I just wanted to explain a little bit about yourself as well, because obviously you, you, you started personal training with me. I think it might have been about two years ago now. Yeah, yeah. Near enough, like it, yeah. that. When you, when you very first started with me, it was probably uh-huh. about two years. And then you've moved on to me online plans uh, as well. And obviously that's given you um, su- such a a benefit through through exercising with strength and strength movements and I've seen so, so many progressions with you uh, over the last couple of years as well so um, I thought it would be just a, a good uh, opportunity to, to, to get you on and just discuss a little bit of information of you know the journey that you've been down with with strength training and also within the gym as well so what, what made you obviously start up at the gym first of all before like you even came personal training with me this may have been a little bit more mm. along down the line but you know what how, how did your journey start well historically where I worked had an on-site gym so I used to go in there but I get but primarily I'd use the treadmills and maybe the bike and that was about it um and then started a Again, mainly classes, aqua aerobics, um, legs, bum, tongues kind of classes at um, you know the, the local leisure centre. Um, the the need for more sort of discipline, gym work, and strength work came when I started running, which is mm. about um, five years ago now. Started running and having only sprinted when I was at school. And then um, built up to 10Ks, which was a great distance, and wanted to try and see if I could run further. So again, at the time, the running was increasing, but I wasn't really doing anything, an odd class, an odd treadmill session. That was about it. Um, stretching after my runs would be about it as well. So not really a gym bunny. Quite mm-hmm. like going in there, but very sort of class-based um, and just the, the, you know, the cardio really. Um, and then I entered a 10 mile race, which for me was a big step up from six miles and really struggled at the end of it, the last sort of mile. My legs had nothing left in it, them at all. And I was really, really struggling. And it was then I thought, I need to do something alongside the running. I really need to strengthen these legs. And even if it's not to do another 10 miler, just because obviously it was was hard work. Um, Mm. So at the time I'd switched over to another gym and was doing classes there. So I was doing like pump classes. And Mm. I thought, 
um, I do need to have PT input. I hadn't a clue how to do any of the machines. I'd gone into yeah. the gym. Someone had done a quick walk around, you know, you can use this for a donkey kit, you can use this, but mm. absolutely no way was I going to go into that, you know, the gym per se, the strength section, yeah. without some sort of guidance. There was just absolutely yeah. no way. Total intimidation. Um, even on treadmills and things, I was okay on a treadmill, I knew how to make that work. I've had horrendous um, experiences of getting on a bike, and I'm only five foot tall, and adjusting the seat, but actually adjusting it the wrong way and mm. feeling so embarrassed to ask somebody what I was doing wrong when I realised what was happening. And mm. it was, for me, a very scary place. Mm. Everybody seemed to know what they were doing. Everybody looked to be doing it with ease, you know. Yeah, yeah. I have a big thing about cross trainers because I can't do cross trainers and everyone else seems to do them no problem. So when I decided that I needed to do something, basically I was looking at PT and you, your portfolio was saying PT, but for runners that you were running yourself. So that mm. just seemed the ideal place to stay, to start really was with mm. someone who was a PT, so was going to do the strength work, but also specifically support my running side as well. So that's mm. how, how it started. Yeah. I mean, I, I I totally get where you're on, uh, where you're coming from with regards to you know stepping into that gym, especially for the very first time. It can it can honestly feel really really daunting, and also it could be, it could feel daunting for for a number of weeks as well. Um, and you may just you may just rely on things which a little bit easier for you to use. Like you know, it could be it could be the fact that you just jump on a treadmill because you know for a fact that nothing's ever going to go wrong it's not like you don't have to adjust anything or even like the the even though the resistance machines are, are really helpful and they do support you you still got all of these like little adjustments and you got to adjust the seats and and yeah. everything else and it's it's a little bit overwhelming isn't it with all of these adjustments and, and also as well and even if you were to step foot into the freeway area it's even a bigger step because it's like where do we even start with that what type of movement do we do um and, and i i totally understand them I, I can vouch for for, for most people that i I've, I've took on as a as a client as well is that they've they've gone and, and and jumped into the the exercise classes which can be really helpful and they can give you a little bit of guidance but if you're like stood like right back like at, at the far back of the room and you've got an instructor shouting at the other at the other side of the room and they've got like i don't know 20 people in a session it, it can be really hard to, to to focus and give you the guidance that you that you want within you know that that sort of yeah. space really and especially if it's like obviously because you you uh when i worked with you anyway it was in pure gym and stuff you know you, you know the size of that type of uh, gym mm. and the type of the amount of people that are coming in and out the door it, it, it's quite hard to, to focus and give you the tips that you need, especially just within one session as well. Um, and you can get a little bit of advice. And I do remember you coming to, uh, to, to my exercise class. And obviously I used to go around and, and, and help people and give people some advice of, okay, maybe deliver your lunge this way or, and then a runner over to the other side of the room and saying, okay, well, you know, just keep yourself upright when you're doing your squats, mm. get your chest lifted, core engaged. But it's quite difficult to, to, to give people that information and tell them how to deliver a movement and it go in straight away as you mentioned it's like it's like learning to drive it's like 
it's not going to go in straight away. You can't just tell someone to do something and expect them to do it, you know, straight away. It requires a little bit of thought and, you know, thinking back, okay, well, we need, may need to work on this. We may need to condition you a little bit more in a certain way so you're able to deliver it, maybe get you a little bit more flexible. And as you mentioned before, it's like the, the stretching side of things and, and stuff like that, which, which, which really helps you out a little bit more. So, um, yeah, I totally get what you mean about that. So, Obviously, you you started off with that type of uh, area as well, where you were just using the the, the classes and stuff like that. Um, and and what what were the steps afterwards then? So obviously, you started working with me. How did you find that helped you with regards to your strength training afterwards? I think what it was was um, there's a couple of things. One for me, one of the most important things was teaching me how to do the the things properly. One of my worst fears, because I've got a historical um, injury in my neck, was hurting myself, doing something wrong to hurt myself or hurt my back. And also learning that sometimes things, I might feel something in my back, but it's not actually an injury. I'm not hurting myself. It's because I'm actually working muscles that maybe have not, not worked for a while. So I think by sort of going there and doing routines and various things using different equipment it just made it a less scary place it was mm. and the realization that actually people are just doing their own things and nobody's really bothered about you and um, I had people talk to me there was a, a guy that was seemed to be in there at the same time a couple of times a week and he would then if I missed a week or I was doing it on my own ventured in on my own he would then say to me oh are you, are you on your own tonight and and it's that really is that it actually felt like I was okay being in there nobody thought mm. I shouldn't be in that area nobody mm. was looking at me doing warm-up moves nobody mm. was gonna say anything if I if I didn't do a move or I stopped early or you know gave, gave not gave up but finished my reps earlier than maybe I could have done so it was that then you sort of felt like actually this this is okay this this is okay mm. um I still had a little bit of nervousness about going into the the big free weight area and going collecting the equipment I needed mm. so there's me at five foot going getting my 15 kilo bar and my <laughs> my power plates I mean if you you know, I think when you first suggested power plates, the thought of power plates, I was mortified that I can't, yeah. I can't use those. I think it's that as well, not not knowing that actually a power plate at five kilo is a lot easier to work with than, than a small, yeah. you know, a smaller disc or a dumbbell or whatever. Yeah. But to get it, I've got to go and get it kind of thing. Yeah. And, and that's fine because, again, nobody's thinking what's she doing with those it's that sort of and the confidence came just by going going a couple of times a week and regularly um, and then even maybe going to a class but also then going into that area and you know doing more stretches or just doing a little workout in that area and it and it, it took a while because it's still that head down get to my area get to my equipment here near me and everything's fine so it do, it did take time mm. but then the confidence just goes I think it is that realization that people are just getting on with their own workout and people yeah. will chat to you but you know and 
ask you, you know, are you using this equipment, whatever? And they're just normal people like you. And I think it's yeah. that, that they're no super, super humans, that everyone's just doing things that they want to do. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, and I think as well with the fact that you mentioned it, once you've done it a few times, it's that realisation that it, you, you always build things up in your mind, don't you, that they're going to be worse than what they already are. And, and yeah. I think we all do that at, at some point. Um, we all, like, I do it constantly. Like, I'll, like, it, could, it doesn't necessarily need to be anything in, uh, about in the gym. I'll always think of things in the back of my mind before they actually happen. And I'm thinking... You're always thinking the worst case scenario, aren't you? If you're doing them, and but and, and all of a sudden when you do do it, it's like, do you know what? It wasn't actually that bad. It was, it was, it was all right. It was okay. You know that the 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 group of lads which were over on the other side, like I thought, you know, some it, it, you always build these things yeah. up in your mind, and they yeah. actually didn't. They weren't even looking over at all or anything like that. And it's just that realization that people are just in their own little worlds anyway. I mean, I'm totally, I'm totally <laughs> in my own little world when I go to the gym. I stick my headphones, I have my coffee, I stick my headphones in, and then that's it. I don't even like look up at people. I'm just like, all I'm <laughs> yeah. interested in is doing my training session and then going. And I get that it's a social environment as well, but the the people who don't really want to be that sociable probably won't talk to you and, and they'll probably just want to just put their head down and just get on with the workouts. And the people that do want to be sociable with you will probably be very approachable and come over to you and say, yeah. how's, how's things going? And yeah. it can be quite good that, because then it's also, that reduces your anxiety a little bit more and it starts to become quite a friendly place to be, um, which I think is really, really helpful for, for yeah. a lot of people there. But it's getting over that. It's it's taken that first step, and I and I see it quite a lot with not just clients that I pick up and I'm putting online plans and setting them up things. It, it, it's that it, it could be anyone who is seeing the gym as well. That the, the fact that they're just staying over in the free uh, in the uh, not in the free weights area in the cardio area, or they're just going to classes all the time. Am I thinking to myself, well, are they just like don't really want to go in that area at all? But you don't know, do you? In, in people's That's minds it. until you. Until you speak to them, and I have spoken to quite a lot of people, you know, um, that I know, and they've mentioned that to me. Or wouldn't go into into that area, and I'm like, well, why, why, what's what, what's wrong, and stuff like that. And it's 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 just getting over that anxiety, really. And I do think it is building a little bit of education and understanding about things and knowledge around it. It's like anything. I mean, you know, I talk about it with nutrition as well. Is it, it is all about a learning curve and education. And I think when you sort of got that little bit of a, a program to guide you, it just takes that anxiety yeah. away a little bit to say, okay, I know what I need to be doing. I know how to deliver the exercise. I've been told how to deliver it. I've got a diagram here of how to do the movements as well. I've got my repetitions of what I need to work from and, and, and you just go from there really. And I think uh, that is really a, hel a helpful tool to, to, to get, get to with, with any type of goal. Yeah. And I think the more I've been going in the gym, because obviously I've changed to the local gym now and it, this is very sacred. I mean, it's, I suppose it's pros and cons to the layout. The downstairs is the cardio. So it's, you know, your treadmills and two different types of bike, whatever. And then you go upstairs to the strength training so sort of like I trundle through like the, uh, yesterday there was sort of maybe 10 people in the cardio and then go upstairs and there's only maybe four people up there. So it's like, right, okay, I can get my equipment. I've got, got my, my um, workout written down and start going. Um, and then 
I was writing my reps down and then a girl actually came over to me to ask me what my workout was. Um, so I was like, sure, because I can see you writing it down and things. So I, I explained like it was one that I had from my PT and I was working on this, this and this. And she said, no, I'm, you know, I need to sort myself out. I'm just coming doing whatever because that's easy. Um, and like we had a, a, quite a good conversation. I think it's the thought that people will come and ask you what you're doing as well, not because they want to criticise you, but because they're genuinely interested. And I've had another guy once when I was doing my stretching at the end, and this was a, an older man, came and asked me, you know, next time he was in, would I show him the stretches? Because he, he, he has a bad back and I was doing lots of, yeah. of stretches. And he said, oh, I'm intrigued. He said, I never really think of doing stretching after, you know, and, it, and it's little thing. I think it's the confidence came from just going for a long time and getting used to the different equipment, getting used to how to handle, where the equipment is for a start, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. and, and how to handle it and how to adjust it. And I think, you know, I have had a couple, even in this gym, I had one where I went on a piece of kit to do, it was the angled leg press and I'd watched this guy doing it and it looked really easy. And I'm thinking, that's okay, I'll, I'll go on that. And then actually what turned out was I couldn't adjust it. I couldn't get it right. So I asked mm. him to come and try and adjust it. Well, the thought of, you know, a year ago, even asking someone to come and adjust a piece of equipment for me, it wasn't an instruction, mm. it was just, another gym user and then realized mm. I actually couldn't do it because my legs aren't long enough so mm. you know but it's that kind of thing the confidence came just with knowing how to use the equipment properly knowing how mm. to to do the moves and keep the form and you know and that aspect really and the different there's no way if you hadn't have introduced me to dead weight dead you know the um, power plates that I would be doing those I would never ever I've thought of doing dead well not thought of I just want to contemplated it just not at mm. all that's like this big scary big weight thing that the big blokes do kind of thing so so yeah it just comes with confidence and knowing how to do how to do it I mean I, I've I've when I used to go to a like a brand new gym or it was something that I've obviously like I might have gone to like a, a different type of pure gym or something like that but it could be any type of gym that I've gone to and it, it's quite a, like a big gym and there's been a piece of equipment that I wanted to use and I kind of don't I think I know what yeah. I'm doing like I kind of know how to adjust it but it just looks slightly different the yeah. way it's like laid out and I get a bit anxious I'm not gonna lie like I, I, I do because it is that thought that I kind of should know what I'm doing and then obviously like I don't really because it's a slightly different machine yeah. that I've never really used before and like you know it, it, it can be and, and I totally I, and, and that there's me who's you know been strength training for for years and helping people with strength training still gets a little bit of anxiety sometimes <laughs> so I, I, I totally understand uh, where you're coming from that but you made a good point actually about the the flexibility and the stretches and stuff like that yeah. because I honestly find that I don't see, I see people doing static stretches after they've trained. But one thing I don't probably see enough of is the, the dynamic warm-ups at the start of a workout. I mean, it's like people generally tend to focus on, like they may do like a really lightweight or something like that, or they'll jump, they'll jump on a cardio or a piece of equipment, which is perfectly fine. You're going to warm your body up. And even if you were to do lightweight, it'll probably mobilize you a little bit, which is great. 
But there's there's so many different things that you could potentially work on through a dynamic stretch. Just focus on on these mobility movements. Um, like say for instance, I don't know if you were to do like a, a leg day or something like that, you might be doing like some walking lunges or some air squats. So you're just not necessarily using a weight at all, but you just mobilizing yourself in certain areas just to get yourself in the correct positions that you want to be in and I think that that's probably why a lot of people maybe like came over to you because I know I, I have a like I really set like plan of uh, mobility exercises that I give you guys sometimes on the yeah. app don't I and they are like you don't ne- never really see many people doing them um, and if you've probably been delivering them and they're like, they've never seen someone do something like that. I've yeah. had that before. I've been delivering a movement. That Turkish get-up is probably one oh, yeah. that I used to do. And it, you don't, I don't see anyone doing a Turkish get-up. No one at all doing a Turkish get-up. Oh. But when I do it, there's always one person that comes over to me. It's like, what, what's that exercise you're doing there? And it's, it's yeah. just the, they're interested, aren't they, about like yeah. what you're doing and what you're up to. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I think I said to you the other week that I've never seen anybody do walking lunges in the gym with the weights till, yeah. till last week. And so then, and I've done them there before, but I thought, oh, right, okay. And you can see people looking at you for that because obviously not many people do that. Um, and he was doing it. I thought, oh, there's someone else doing it. But it is when I warm up and I, I still always do the band with my, you know, yeah. my shoulder thing to loosen all that. And everybody looks at me because most people at that gym that come in when I'm in just go straight to straight to the equipment, straight to the, yeah. the weights. Nobody does anything. And I'd go through my one, but I always that's I always do that one first. And you can see everybody looking at me thinking, what's she doing? <laughs> and then after I've only I only ever see a couple of people doing a stretch after. It is fun, it is funny, and, and I'm like that, you know. 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever, doing all my stretches and everything. And it's like, right, okay, you can go now. Mm. But yeah, yeah. But it is, I think the confidence, I mean, that was my initial goal, wasn't it? When I first came to you, it was. One of my big goals was to feel confident in a gym. And I can now say that, yes, I do. It did take time, but nothing daunts me now. And I think even, you know, there is equipment in there that I don't know how to use it. But I wouldn't feel intimidated either asking a, another gym user if they were on that kit mm-hmm. or asking one of the staff when they do the walk round to just yeah. show me. And I think it's that where I would never have done. I'd have just thought, oh, well, I'm not going to use that piece of kits. You know, I don't know what it does. I can I can fumble my way around and not use it. So it, it does, you know, it has taken time. But the benefits of the strength turning it are just you know definitely definitely helped me with my running as well so you know you know I have built up the, the half the trail running is definitely my favorite um style of running and I don't think I could do that if I wasn't doing the strength training mm. so yeah. yeah it's definitely beneficial I think that the first step to anything, any type of goal is is asking for help, um, mm. really. We, and I think we all need help at some time. You know, uh, I, I, I do constantly. And I think that the best thing that I've ever done um, sometimes is 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 reached out to people to to maybe help me and guide me through uh, certain things. Because you say you can't know everything. You know, I don't yeah. know everything about strength training. I only know certain things which are related to 
you know, to, to, to my clientele that I generally tend to work for. And it's the same goes for nutrition as well. I don't know everything with nutrition, but I'm quite happy to learn about things still. And I'm learning all the time as well. And I'm always ha- happy to reach out to someone and ask for, for that help and support as well, which I think is very important. And the fact that you get to, you, if you're that type of person, then it, it's great. And if you feel a little bit anxious about doing it, you know sometimes when you get over that a little bit and you do it the first time you ask out you think actually you know I'm going to keep doing this now I'm going to keep asking people whilst you're in the gym it it can it can it can definitely help you out and and yeah you can you can go far with your goal really so no I totally understand where you're coming from on that so actually you mentioned a little bit about your running like and strength training and how it's helped you what else do you feel has helped you? I know obviously you've helped it's helped you work on your running and stuff like that, but is there anything else that you feel uh, strength training is, is is giving you the support that you need with? Yeah, because I think um, obviously with, with the running, that's been crucial because I think now when I'm out on longer runs, it's my head that's telling me that I'm tired and my legs are fine. Mm. So if you're solo running particularly, it is almost a, a battle with yourself to carry on. Um, mm. But I also, um, being a lady of a certain age, is <laughs> like I'm very conscious that I want to avoid muscle mass loss. Mm. So I've not got great upper body strength um, or I didn't have great upper body strength. I think it's okay for my size now. Mm. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not muscular per se, but it's trying to, to keep that from deteriorating. Um, and again, another one of my goals, it was never about weight loss for me, but it was always about toning and losing inches and, and sort of fighting the changes that way. And that's definitely, definitely happened. Yeah, I might have lost half a stone in the two years, um, mm. but it's the inches of definitely you know, I've definitely seen a change in my body shape and I've got a waist again. I haven't got a bloated tummy. So, you know, it is an overall kind of feel good, really. And I feel it's really important for ladies, particularly in, in the 50s, to, to do the strength training. I mean, I heard that from one of the female instructors at Georgian years ago. It's absolutely critical to, mm. to keep you, you know, your muscle mass there, and to keep your bones strength it's just all over um a really good thing to do so yeah. that's why you know i say i've been in twice this week already um to do two two different sessions and it is now that i know the benefits are, are, are twofold really the, the for my running but also just for for me as a for my physical health anyway mm. um yeah. is really good mm. No, I, I think I think as you mentioned before, with regards to uh, y- your physical health, it is so so important, and and probably say strength training. Um, I know sometimes runners don't like to 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 admit this as well because they always think it's like the cardio side, and cardio is honestly like a, as a component of fitness, cardiovascular is is amazing. But I think a foundation of of your overall fitness always starts with strength training because. You, we, as we get older, we always lose muscle mass. You know, it always deteriorates. And as I say, once we start to not do strength training, we start we, we avoid resistance training over a period of time. We do lose muscle mass. Mm. And 
I honestly find it so, so important to make sure that we retain it as, as much as possible as we get older, um, just so we move better, like we move better when we've got muscle mass as well. Or our metabolic rate of how we burn calories off as well. If we have more muscle mass, as you said, you look leaner as well. You might weigh more, but you're actually burning calories off a lot quicker because you've got more muscle mass. So it's that yeah. metabolic, you, you know, your metabolism, is, is a lot quicker as well when you retain a lot of muscle mass. And I used to say this to a lot of people who go on, you know, really like big crash diets and stuff, and they may do a lot of cardiovascular uh, training and maybe doing like run streaks and stuff like that. And they're pushing a big calorie deficit and that. And it's like, you're going to lose muscle mass, which is really important. And then it affects like things like injuries, you can get like, stress fractures. Um, you, you don't burn calories off as quickly as well. You rest the metabolic rate and, Going into that, I think, is 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 really, really important. So knowing your reasons why and figuring that out, I think that's why I like education so much because I like to educate clients around these things because then they have purpose of reasons why they should yeah. do some training because there's there's always that session when you go into the gym. I did it today, actually. I went to do my strength training session today and I did not want to be there one bit. <laughs> I was like, I didn't want... But you, you've got to think of the bigger picture of how how beneficial it is to you and looking at that and that usually motivates you and spares you on to to do the strength training because yeah. you know it's important for you and as i say i do i do i do try and make the the access the, the, the training plans that we do as creative as possible <laughs> so you don't get bored you know you supersets yeah. your triceps your, your yeah. circuit sessions doing it with time you know doing all these things and change you know there's so many different types of squats presses lunges rotations pulls there's so many different types of movements that you can do and you start to incorporate them all in. And if you're changing them around all the time, it's like, oh, well, I'm going to do this 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 week and I'm changing it or I'm doing an upper body session today or a lower half or I'm working on my core or I'm working on power and I'm doing fast movements with like a kettlebell swing. And it just keeps your mind ticking over a little bit more when you've got different movements there with, with it as well. And then sometimes all of a sudden, you start to love it a little bit more then and it starts to become more of a habit and it becomes part of your life, which is, which is so, so important. Yeah. And the fact that you mentioned that it gives you that body confidence as well. Like it, it, it psychologically, not just the physical side, the fact that it just gives you that boost. Sometimes you just feel better in yourself. The look in the mirror, even though you may not notice the scales are going down, you notice in the, the tone and the definition in your body. And it's like, it does give you that body confidence. And yeah. I think that's what I try and get across to a lot of people that it's not just focusing on, you know, the fat loss side of things, even though that is something that I like to do. I like to transform people's bodies um, with fat loss, but it's also transforming people's bodies with strength training. So they're having that body confidence and they're building that muscle mass. They're feeling yeah. toned and they're feeling good about themselves, which is so, so important. Yeah, because I mean, I have had, um, I work in a school, so obviously we're, we're off on holiday at the moment, but, you know, I've had colleagues say to me, like, oh, you know, you are looking really lean, you're looking really good, so, and that that does mean a lot, you know, it's like, you know, I'm 54 and someone's saying I look good, so that that's nice, and it does give you a boost, and then it does mean that that work that you're doing is benefiting you, and it's, well, and it's twofold, it's benefiting you, physically but it's also benefiting you mentally to get the buzz from looking good and people noticing that you know you've changed um, yeah. and I think it does give you just that confidence as well overall confidence I think if you feel good about yourself 
and other people are telling you that as well, then you feel really positive. I mean, I never thought I'd say that I enjoy going to the gym and doing, you know, weights. It's like, where did that come from? You know, so that's really, you know, I haven't been back to classes. The only classes I potentially will do will maybe just be Pilates and yoga to support the flexibility. So it is that that I see the strength training, the strength programs I've got from you as that's what I need to do. It's very bespoke, it's very individual, supports my running. So it's sort of like win-win. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think that's the best, always the best thing when someone comments on how you look as well. Because it, 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 sometimes we always bring ourselves down, don't we? And we sort of like, oh, oh we, we, you know, because we, 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 we are like, we are the type of person sometimes that we do focus on like looking at the, the sometimes the things that aren't necessarily changing too quickly as well. And we always want, we're always quite impatient with things, aren't we? Sometimes we want that goal of like feeling confidence in ourselves. And usually we don't focus on all of the positives that are happening, all the changes within your body. Because as I say, you, 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 you're looking at yourself all the time, aren't you? Every single day, you know, throughout the day, you're always focusing on yourself all the time. So it's hard to sort of notice the changes in your body all the time. But when there's someone who's maybe not seeing you for like three or four weeks or something, six weeks, in I don't know, three months time, like, and then they do see you and they're like, oh, you're looking well like you're looking really good, you've lost weight or, you know, you're looking really toned or something, or it could be the mm. fact that you've like, you're improving with your exercise. It could be anything. And it just gives you that little bit more sense of, you know, I am going in the right direction here, yeah. but I've just not noticed it myself. Mm. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> so I think that definitely helps a little bit more with, with uh, things really. So, um, but no, Linda, it's it's been amazing to to chat to you today as well, and um, you know I hope a lot of listeners in today um, found um, this information quite helpful as well with regards to you know being able to reach out for support if needed, um, finding that the gym's not necessarily as daunting as uh, you you probably think, and it's important to make sure you take that little bit of a step forward with things and just try new things out as well, and you never know. You know how far it can go to help you out with your goal. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Brilliant. Um, so thanks a lot, anyway, Linda, for for coming on today. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, guys, if you found this um podcast helpful, uh, this live video helpful, or on YouTube, um, please feel free to share it. Um, you, you know that really really helps me out if um you're sharing my stuff out. Um, and as I say, if you have any other questions or anything at all feel free to DM me at any time and I will get back to you and give you some support on this as well. Uh, I will leave it there for today, guys. I will speak to you all soon. Take care and have a lovely night.